When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion, part of the E2C Network, a family of Auburn athletics podcasts. I am here today to go over the uh, preview for one of the biggest games this year for Auburn, where we go down to the swamp and take on University of Florida, and it'll be a big one with college game day there. And to take me through this journey, I've got uh, one of the best co-hosts and hosts on the network. You know him from Boone Tracker, Mr. Dallas Ham. Dallas, how are you doing, man? I'm great, Ben. You you just give me the most warmest welcome. Like I you I've got the biggest smile on my face. Like how nice, man. I appreciate it. Hey, you guys are doing Boom Tracker and I'm loving it. So uh I definitely gotta give you praise when I can. Well, the Boom Tracker boys love no huddle. We can tell you that. So we're uh we kinda feed off you guys' energy each week, so it's exciting. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that as well. I feel like we're the, you know, closest maybe brother podcasts when it comes to this. I know you guys kind of touch everything, but we definitely see you as definitely something that covers football as well pretty heavily. And, you know, it gets me excited for not only this season, but future seasons listening to you guys on there. So uh, definitely love it. We're excited about it for sure. So uh, Dallas, we have a a pretty big game coming up, man. It's pretty big, Ben. (laughs) So uh, already mentioned a little bit, uh, college game day is going to be there down at the Swamp. A uh, big road game for Auburn, two thirty Central Time on CBS, and you know uh, I don't know about you, but I uh, I watch Game Day every weekend and I I love it and I always tune in to see the headgear that Corso puts on and man I uh, I don't even even give him a helmet from Auburn this week I just want him to throw that Gator on and wear it loud and proud How are you feeling? I am the same way. Corso is so salty that he cannot put on Albie's <laughs> head. Uh, that's probably one of his kryptonites. Um, he goes to bed at night thinking about how sad he is that he doesn't get to don the greatest mascot head of all time. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you on that 100%. I thought it was a little odd that he was the only one that picked us to beat Texas A&M and we actually beat them. Um, so I don't know about what that says about the juju there, but... Um, I'm definitely with you 100%. I, I hope he dons the the gator head and, and picks against us. Anytime he picks against us, I don't I don't lose any sleep. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like the Corso curse really only applies to, you know, the the games where game day is there. So this is going to be one of those. And so please, Corso, get that gator head. Herb Street right beside you. Pick UF. Go for it because uh, you're in to see exactly what they're made of. And I don't think it's much. <laughs> so uh i think one of the big keys of this game is going to be taking out the swamp early though you know anytime we play on the road i know the guys know how to play in a loud stadium but 
I just want to punch him in the mouth like we did against Mississippi State. I think it's going to be a, a really good thing there. UF, you know, Florida's coming in undefeated somehow, but it's mainly because they really haven't played anyone. Uh, and we'll get into that in just a second. I'll give you the odds for this. Uh, Vegas has Florida as a six-point favorite to win the game. However, if you look at the ESPN FPI, the Football Power Index, Auburn has a 53.2% chance of winning. So uh, lesson is there. Uh, really, no one has any idea. I'll tell you what, Dallas and I, we're going to tell you exactly what's going to go down. So get ready. It's about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I personally think that Florida is overrated. And I've been saying it for a while. Uh, I think they're the worst team in the top 10 maybe the top 25. Uh, I just, I really, I don't see any stars on their team. They don't play well as a team together. Their defense looks like garbage. Uh, they are undisciplined. Dan Mullen's a moron. And really, who have they beaten? Uh, they played Miami to start the year. Miami's not very good. Miami's coming off of firing their head coach. And look, they're having some of the worst years of their entire program. UT Martin, Kentucky just got obliterated by... Uh, University of South Carolina team, Tennessee, who doesn't even have a football team this year, and then Towson, which is up in Maryland, which is a, a close school that I know of because I, I used to work for Stanley Black & Decker, and it's in the same city. So I, I know a lot of people that went to Towson. Let me tell you what, their football team pretty much sucks, little baby FS, FCS team. So uh, I, I'm, I'm feeling like UF is getting set up for a smackdown. How are you feeling, Dallas? I'm, I'm right there with you. Um they weren't great when they had Felipe Franks, um, and he was supposed to be obviously a top five quarterback in the league, and he looked like booty against <laughs> Miami in that season opener. Um, just wasn't impressive. Um, I really thought that they had a chance to be good, but now he's kind of, I guess, out for the season, and so they're having to rely on Kyle Trask to come in there and right the ship and uh, – kind of lead them to the promised land, I guess you'd call it. But uh, no, I just don't, I'm like you, I, I'm not impressed with them. I don't think they played good football here and, and they haven't really, haven't really played a tough schedule yet. Um, they're kind of a lot like us, I guess, in the fact that they might hit that wall coming up, which I guess they're about to with our defense. But, um, you know, we, we got a tough one, a, kind of a tough road up ahead, but uh no, I, I think Florida is uh mediocre right now at best. Um Dan Mullen has the opportunity to coach those guys well, but as of right now it's just not not there. Um, you know, they, they struggled against Tennessee. Uh score might not have really reflected it, but they did. They uh they kinda struggle bust that game a little bit and they sure uh, did. Yeah, and so they uh they lost Kadarius Tony as well and he he had the big play against Miami, 66-yard, basically screen pass. He took it to the house, and then after that, he kind of went silent a little bit and got hurt against UT Martin. And I don't know that he is supposed to be back um, this weekend. I don't think he is. I think he'll still be out. Um, so I, I really think Auburn has the ability to go down to Gainesville against a top-10 team that, much like you, I believe they're – they're probably the worst team in the top 10 right now. Um, that's just kind of the way I see it as well. And, uh, you know, honestly, if the timeline from what I've gathered, if it holds true, Tony could be out till November. Um, so he may miss this whole month. And uh, so that'll help Auburn a little bit as well, uh, take a kind of a playmaking threat off the field. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I think Auburn kind of has an opportunity this weekend to kind of do what they did this past weekend against Mississippi State and just kind of go punch them in the mouth early and, and take take all the energy out of the swamp. But it's, uh, it's going to be a 2.30 kick, so those those guys that are there, they, they'll have energy ready to go. We need to punch them out early and, and take away that energy. <laughs> For sure. So, uh, man, so such good analysis and a lot of things to unpack there. So one thing I wanted to touch on, uh, you weren't impressed with Felipe Frank when he was, you know, running around and jeering with the fans and yelling in the camera, my time is now. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he had any reason to showboat or to boast, uh, being, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I just wasn't impressed with him. Uh, he didn't, he didn't look NFL caliber at all. Um, absolutely not. I just, I, and then he goes and gets hurt. So I'm like, well, turns out it wasn't your time. So, but, uh, you know, I, I'm just not, I'm not, I wasn't impressed and, uh, Trask, I just don't, I don't know that he's much better. You know, they said he hadn't started a game since seventh grade, so that ain't not not real sure why you recruit him, but we'll see. Yeah, well, he looks like Tebow, but he definitely doesn't move like him. No, and uh, you know, Kyle Trask, it, it's it's honestly fascinating that Florida goes and gets their starting quarterback injured and probably has a better pick right behind him, uh, even though Kyle Trask is completely one dimensional. He is a passing threat and not a rusher at all. He's had nine rushing attempts on the year for negative 14 yards. So uh, he's he's been sacked a few times, and, you know, he can't escape the pocket. Uh, his accuracy is really good, though. 51 for 66, 81.9% uh, QBR, not terrible. Yeah. 647 passing yards, five touchdowns, two interceptions. But I'll tell you what, he fits into the perfect type of quarterback that we play the best against. Guy who's not mobile, all he can do is pass. When he's got Derek Brown and Marlon Davidson in his face and KJ Britt right behind him, Jeremiah Denson coming in for some crazy uh rushing attacks or blitzes that we throw in there, man, he's not gonna know what hit him. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's gonna be most of our defense. <laughs> that's, that's so right. I'm uh I'm not feeling too threatened by Kyle Trask and his ability. Uh it seems like a good kid, just not gonna be his day. When it comes to other stats leaders, from uh, University of Florida, we have Michael Perrine. I think that's who, how you pronounce it. 54 carries, 198 yards, and three touchdowns on the year. Uh, also, wide receiver Van Jefferson, 18 receptions, 248 yards, a touchdown. And really, when I was looking at you know the overall players and stats, really no one stood out for me. Uh, Dallas, I know you mentioned that the one player that's injured right now who could be a threat. There were a couple others that, you know, they've had some production, but really who against? Uh, yeah. I just feel like this Florida team, you know, Florida teams of old, they were always well stacked. Florida was the Alabama of the SEC way back in the day, and they just haven't gotten anywhere close to that. And they had a lot of hype, a lot of rainbows being pumped up their butts earlier this, you know, preseason, where it was really saying it's down to University of Georgia or Florida of who goes to the SEC East in the SEC title game. In all honesty, like whoever comes after us can have whatever we leave from Florida, but I don't think it's gonna be much because I don't think there's a lot there to begin with. Right. No, I agree. I agree with that a hundred percent. They thought this year might could be their year. They showed some good flashes last year. Had a pretty decent season last year, and you know I think they wanted to come out and replicate that and kind of make it even better. Um, Florida's had a lot of success over the years. Spurrier kind of put them at a high level when he was there. Um, and speaking of that, I think the last time that they beat Auburn, uh, Spurrier was the coach. Uh, 
Rex Grossman was the quarterback. I think me and you discussed it, and that was in the year two thousand. Um, That's true. I re- I remember that game. Uh, I was I was fairly young at the time. I was probably five years old at the time, and I, I remember watching it um, vaguely. And uh, even back then, I loved Auburn. I loved Auburn football, and I was upset. Uh, of course, I was five years old. I was upset, and because uh, I, <laughs> I loved it so much. But uh, but yeah, that. They were really good back in those days, and they kind of want to replicate that success. Even with Urban Meyer, you know, they had a really solid team when Tebow was there. Uh, Auburn was able to beat him twice, uh, able to beat Urban twice. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could see where they would want, you know, to to bring back their glory uh, to that to that academic institution for the football team. And so, um, I don't know. I just, I just don't see it. I don't see it being, I don't see it with the product they're putting on the field right now. And, and I think Auburn, you know, I'm not going to say Auburn's the best team in the West right now, but you know, Auburn, Auburn's playing at a high level. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of pundits, a lot of, a lot of people that I'm seeing right now, they're, they're starting to kind of take notice. There's somebody last night that put Auburn in their top five and, and somebody even said, well, I think they may be the best team in the conference. And I'm like, if you if you know me, I'm I'm kind of like, well, let's slow our horses here. You know, I don't want to <laughs> jinx this, but uh, Auburn's definitely looking pretty solid right now, and I'm proud of the way they're playing. Yeah, we definitely have the best rapport so far this season, having taken down a few ranked teams and you know going undefeated up to this point, and really turning on the Jets against Mississippi State. So 100 should be good. And uh, you know, looking back at this historic rivalry, uh, we used to play Florida all the time. And since the breakout of the East and the West and now having so many teams in the SEC, we only play them like every decade or something like that. And uh, the last time we played them in uh, 2006, 2007, I remember 2006, I want to say it was uh, it was 2006, Wes Byram's first year when uh, he had to make the winning field goal twice. And then the how cool was Wes Byram was ringing out. And, man, after that game, uh, I rolled my front yard, and uh, it was – it was just one of my uh, my favorite memories in high school of watching Auburn play, and uh, I'm I'm really excited to be playing them again down in uh, Gainesville, down in the swamp, and I think we're just gonna lay the wood. <laughs> I can't wait for it. Yeah, Wes was uh he was cool as ice. I mean, right. he was uh he was colder than the flip side of the pillow, as Stuart Scott <laughs> used to say. Um, so yeah, he was he was deadly out there, um, especially from long range and. I remember that as well, and I think that's a super cool memory you have. You you were able to be around him and be in class with him. That, that was super stellar, and uh, I don't know. It's just memories like that, I believe, that you just don't ever forget. Um, you know, he he put us put us on the map with that national championship game-winning kick, and, you know, you just, like I said, you don't forget those things, and, and he's a part of the – he's a part of that, I guess you'd call it lore for the rest of our time here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, West Byron was a cool guy. Uh, he was a freshman when I was a, what, junior in high school, and then uh, he was a junior in college when I was a freshman, and we had a class together, uh, Business Analytics, which is a fun one at Auburn in the College of Business. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, It was not fun, but it was cool to have a class with him, which was, was pretty cool. And then he, you know, last kick of his uh, tenure at Auburn was for the national title, so definitely a place in my heart for that guy and uh it's gonna be cool to see honors kind of come in and and you know potentially have to do something similar in this game i don't think so because i think it'll be a blowout but you know you never know and i i think he could definitely bury some much like west byram did way back in the day 
So, uh, Dallas, we're going to do a little session here. Players to watch on offense, defense, and special teams. The players that you think are going to help us lay the wood against Florida. Wondering, okay. who's your guy on offense? I think, uh, you know, you could kind of have a plethora to pick from here. Um, certainly a multitude of guys that, that can go out there and help our offense be successful. Um, I'm going to go with Sean Shivers. Um, and the reason being is, you know, Texas A&M, he's the guy that ran out on the field first. Um, and I won't lie and tell you I wasn't giddy like a schoolgirl when he did because I was. Um, I really think very highly of Sean Shivers. I have heard it a million times. Well, the kid can't run over a 320-pound defensive lineman. And I'll tell him the same way every time. Well, you don't have to run over him when you can hit a hole at the speed of light. Um, and so he brings that ability to our offense. Booby, um, Booby is our best back. Um, he, he definitely is our best back. Um, but I think if you look at it in terms of not only what's to come at Auburn, uh, but just in general, I think that Sean Shivers gives you some added protection in that backfield. I, it's been a long time, Ben, since I've seen a running back at Auburn hit a hole like Sean Shivers does. It's like he's a shot out of a cannon, and, and he just hits that hole with so much speed that he can just slip right through there. Um, you saw that last year in the Iron Bowl on that long touchdown run that got called back on the phantom holding. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just – I think he brings an element to our offense that we're just very blessed to have him. Um, And I think Saturday, while, yeah, Booby's probably going to get the load of the carries, um, I think Sean Shivers is the guy on my end to watch because he could really bring some speed, much like Anthony Schwartz can. And, uh, yeah, I think keep your eye on Sean Shivers because he may just come out and say, hey, I'm going to contribute to this offense this week and I'm going to make my name. No, I think that's great. Uh, you know, both Sean Shivers and Booby, I think the the running team is going to be, you know, lights out. And looking at the defense that, you know, Gator Nation puts up, I'm not really seeing uh, a lot of strength there against the rushing attack nor the passing attack. So that's great, great pick. Uh, I'm thinking Seth Williams, man. After this past week and just the fight that he put up, he is uh, he's hitting a stride right now that is special. And much like we saw at the beginning of the season where the Knicks-Williams connection was uh, the game winner against Oregon. And when they were asking about it, they were going back to, uh, you know, days of Bo Nick's dad. And Bo was like, nah, this is something that you're going to see a whole lot of. And I definitely expect to see a lot of it this weekend, too. When uh, looking at, you know, Florida versus Miami and whoever else they played, so many holes in that defense. I think Bo and Seth are going to find quite a few of them and just open up a can, and it's going to be a fun time. I agree. I think that's uh, that's right. Uh, I think that the Knicks to Williams connection would be super cool to see uh, down in Gainesville. It would take you back to Knicks to Sanders and against Florida and Gainesville. Uh, that would be super cool. So I think it's a great pick. So uh, defensive side of the ball, who you got? I got two. Uh, if you don't mind. Um, okay, go for it. So I, I've got Noah Igbenogany, uh, and I've got Tyrone Truesdale. Um, I think both guys uh, have been a little bit of unsung heroes. I think more so uh, Tyrone Truesdale. Um, there were some areas early on in the season where Noah kind of had his moments where he was kind of getting tossed around, I'd say a little bit. Um, but 
it still rings true that he is one of the best athletes on our ball team. And guys like Herb Street, Tebow, all those guys, they know it. They've said it. Um, and so, to me, it would just tickle me to death to see him go down in the swamp and have a monster game, maybe get a pick, um, really play some good lockdown defense on, on the corners, um, kind of keep the perimeter at bay. And, and I look for him to hopefully go out and have a good game. And uh, so I'd say Noah, and then I'd say on the defensive front, Tyrone Truesdale, you know, he gets overlooked half the time because of Derek Brown and Marlon Davidson. But that, that whole front, front four is is a unit and their family and they they go out to battle each week as brothers and and it's not about the recognition i mean we all know that i mean even nick Coe is a big threat i mean that whole line is super and so for me it's truesdale he he is able just like Derek brown to clog that hole in the middle and just beat you up on the inside and and i think when these offensive lines in the sec know they'll have to double team uh Derek brown that just frees up Tyrone Truesdale to go wreak havoc too. So those are my two guys defensively. No, that's fantastic. And I love that you picked a guy on the line and a guy uh, way back in the DBs because I'm going to pick a guy who, you know, it's a pretty easy pick. I'm not going deep and with great analysis like you are. I'm usually the guy who just picks the obvious. But (laughs) uh, KJ Britt, uh, as AJ calls him, KJ Downhill Britt, my gosh, the man, his uh, awareness is second to none on the team he is the quarterback of the defense and there as a linebacker being able to either sniff out whether he needs to go and uh, attack the runner or drop back and try to either tip a ball or you know potentially catch an interception you know he just does it all and being the man right there uh, I expect him to definitely be an impact player this game and especially because Trask is such a a one-dimensional player. I expect KJ Bray to get in there quite a few times and lay a few licks, make him pay for that. <laughs> I think that KJ KJ and Owen both will go down when it's all said and done. They will go down as two of the smartest football players in Auburn Tiger history. Uh, it's a it's a solid call. And yeah, Owen being a freshman, the moves he's made so far is just man, it's like Kevin Steele, the way he does recruiting and next man up, it is unlike anything I've ever seen at Auburn. And uh, keep paying him, guys, because Kevin Steele needs to be here forever. <laughs> Throw him the bag. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. So uh, last last area of the field that we need to look at is special teams. Dallas, who you got for special teams? Um, Yeah, so special teams, I'm going with our uh, punter from down under, uh, Aaron Sippus. Um there may come time Saturday where we really need to flip the field and uh, that we really need to get them some negative field position. Um, so I look for Aaron to really uh, turn that up this weekend. He's done some good work for us this season. Um, and I also say, Aaron, to say this, um, he's got that rugby background. I've been kind of quiet about this, but Ben, I, I won't, if it comes down to it and we got to go – fourth down and we need a big play i want to see he him take the ball it. and run it absolutely because I mean, he uh, he's tough he's physical i mean he's got the rugby background he's fast i think we might can pull that out of our hat at some point it might not be against florida but uh i wouldn't be mad seeing it um because i think he could actually do that for us so yeah i got sippus and uh i think that you know he will be kind of instrumental in our special teams this week no i love that pick and you know we uh i believe Maybe it's 2017 or one of the 
one of the last couple of times that we played Florida, we had like a trick run play. I want to say it was in, on, on that team. So uh, I would love to see something like that if we, if we have to, you know, fake punt or whatever. I don't think we're going to need to because I think we're just going to, you know, beat Florida out of the water. But I agree. <laughs> if we do, man, I would love to see it. And yes. do you watch much rugby? I, I do not watch a lot of it, but some of the highlights on online are pretty intense. Yeah. I uh, I lived in South Africa for four months and like during my college tenure, and uh, man, I watched some rugby down there. And those boys like they put on a little other helmet like football in the old days and just go at it, and it's wild. So uh, I I love that American football. We put on pads and try to protect our players because you can get pretty injured pretty pretty badly. But you know those rugby players are no joke, and uh, I love having Australian Aaron on the team. And uh, gosh, I I would love to see him run a fake punt. <laughs> now you put another uh another thing on my to watch for list i love that <laughs> so uh my big one and i've been calling this for a little bit now christian tut i uh i think he's one of the best return men we've had in quite some time and he's been so good at returning the ball setting us up for good field position and has almost broken it on multiple occasions i'm gonna say he gets it done against florida just a, a big momentum swing maybe right off the bat we do something similar to like what he did in this game, uh, last game against Mississippi State, where you know he got us within scoring position and we scored on the next play with a run by Booby. I think uh, I think Tut takes it to the house this time, and I'm gonna definitely celebrate that. I'm excited about it. I hope you're right. So uh, score predictions. This is a fun one, and uh, the way that AJ and I have done this is we do the spread. And uh, I was wondering, Dallas, what is your score prediction for this game? I think we uh, I think we beat the spread. Uh, definitely. I think we beat the spread. Uh, so for me, um, it's one of those things where you like to talk big and you like to be big and bad. Um, and it's fun and like, I, I, I do it often, but like, you just don't never know. Um, you don't never know which, you know, Florida team might come out, but I'm, I'm just, I'm like you, I'm like you this week. I really, Florida's been mediocre, man. I mean, they've been mediocre, I think Auburn wins this game. Um, really, I think Auburn has the ability to score 40. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going 42, um, 42-20. I love it. So we win by 22. Yeah, I like it. No, I think that's big. Uh, I'm going with the prediction that I had earlier in the season, but I'm definitely uh, saying it's going to be more than this. Preseason because of kind of where we were and the hype that Florida had, all the rainbows being pumped up their butts, uh, I said we we're going to win by seven. Uh, but if we don't win by at least 30, I'm going to be angry. So <laughs> we'll put that right there. I, like uh, I think we can come in and just about, like demolish this team. And uh, one thing that I wanted to point out is that preseason, uh, AJ predicted us to lose this game by a field goal. So, gummit, uh, AJ. <laughs> But we'll we'll show him exactly uh, what Auburn team is is coming out here, and uh, like I said earlier, Dallas and I are going to tell you what's going down. It's going to be between twenty two and thirty points that we're going to beat Florida, and it's going to be a good one. AJ, listen to me. In the words of the great Gus Malzahn, that's horse crud. <laughs> oh man, Gus has some of the best sayings. I absolutely love it. Those non profane sayings. Mm hmm. So uh, last segment of this show is uh, Auburn perspective of the SEC. And this week, uh, it was 
it was a pretty slow week for the SEC. Had a, a few games that are noteworthy. So, um, biggest game, I think, was uh, Phil State, where they just got pummeled by uh, an undefeated Auburn team, 56-23. to Of course, we all know about that. Yep. And uh, Alabama is now the new number one in the AP because they're the next man up, I guess. But it's neither here nor there. They they played close against Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss actually led for the first time all season. A team led against Alabama and besides like the first score or whatever. And uh, But I think that was maybe a ploy by Saban just to try to get his fans to stay around a little bit longer. Uh, UGA, LSU, Tenney, and Mizzou. They all had bye weeks, so no play from them. Uh, one interesting battle in the East. But did Tennessee uh, beat the bye? You know what? I didn't hear, but my guess would be no. <laughs> <laughs> by, by one thirty-eight to three. <laughs> good chance. Good good chance. Uh, University of South Carolina, you know, a team that lost to UNC, who I'll touch base on them in a second. Uh, they went and beat University of Kentucky like a drum, uh, 24-7. to And Kentucky is by far the best win that Florida's had, so what does that tell you? Uh, so, man, like the East is, there are a bunch of garbage teams, and then you got Georgia. That's about it. So uh, we'll yeah, show exactly how garbage Florida is this week. Yeah, the East is uh, East is pretty bad, man. They're They're just, they're nothing to brag about at all. Georgia is the king of the castle on that side. And they will be for a while with their uh, their recruiting and their depth. For sure. So, come on, E, step it up. Make the SEC look better again. All right. Uh, one game that I thought was ridiculous, and I want to get your opinion on, Texas A&M, they almost got upset by Arkansas. Arkansas very well could be fighting Tennessee for the worst team in the SEC. <laughs> they lost to San Diego State last week and then go into Texas and almost beat Texas A&M. I thought that was wild. Uh what is worse, the fashion at Arkansas or their football team? Uh, man, I don't know. I got a I got a good buddy that went to the University of Arkansas. Um, got got two degrees from there. He's an athletic trainer, and he man, he's the biggest Arkansas fan I've ever met, and I have not met hardly any. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, but anyway. I don't know, man. Arkansas is just down. We were having this conversation yesterday, and uh, I just, I, as an Auburn fan, I have a little bit different perspective of coaches because um, we're not Alabama, and you just don't, you know, when you're Alabama, you don't even have to recruit. I mean, you really don't. And so I have a little bit different perspective. I think Chad Morris is actually a good coach, um, and he does things well offensively. It's just that program got beat up with Petrino and just – I mean, it was bad, and then he leaves and goes to Louisville. I mean, I don't know. It's just uh, it's a sad thing for Arkansas, but that football team is bad, man. They really are. And they got <laughs> they got Nick Starkle over there from Texas A&M, and he threw five picks last week against uh, San Jose State. I mean, it's just, like, pretty bad down there. And then he got hurt yesterday or whatever and had to – or this past weekend and – had to bring Ben Hicks back in, and Ben Hicks actually did all right. They almost beat A and M, which what does that tell you about Texas A and M? So we just beat I don't the crap know. out of a man. We beat yeah, the fight I, out of it, him. It's just, I mean, Arkansas's bad, just point blank fashion and football team. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, the some of the Twitter, um, I, I guess, uh, memes that were made. Maybe we'll call them that. 
from some of the fashion that Arkansas had was just second to none. Like, you got top-notch terrible over there. Oh, boy. Uh, last game from the SEC, Gator Nation, they uh, whipped up on an FCS Towson team. And uh, funny thing, you want to see a grown man crap his pants, go watch uh, Dan Mullen's press conference when he gets asked about Auburn. Please so, God. <laughs> it was it was pretty good. He was like, "Oh, because I got all big." Yeah. Oh, it's it's gonna be a good week, man. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I, I am too, man. That uh, wow, what a win! What a win for Dan Mullen and his squad this past weekend. <laughs> uh, a couple non-SEC teams that I just want to shout out because uh, one of them I loved it, and the other one I laughed about it. Uh, Virginia Tech Hokies. I used to live 45 minutes from Blacksburg, so uh, my most hated team of all time. Uh, they got absolutely obliterated on a Friday night in Lane Stadium uh, with the the keys didn't even come out on the third down because it was so bad. 45 to 10 against Duke. So uh, you want to say ACC is a joke of a conference? <laughs> yeah, they are. One of their powerhouse teams goes down to to Duke. I, by that bad, like it was ridiculous, and then Clemson almost Clemsoned again, man. UNC, wow. so uh, the the twenty to twenty one victory where UNC instead of you know going into overtime and trusting their team, which they outplayed Clemson the entire game and made Clemson look like a joke, which we haven't seen in a long time, which was very interesting to say the least. Um, they went for two and failed to convert the two-point conversion because it was a dumb play. And, uh, man, could have could have taken Clemson out, which would have been wild. Would have been yeah. absolutely wild. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at Mac Brown for going for two at all. I mean, even though it didn't work, I mean, I hate, I like it. Yeah, I like the aggressiveness, but in that situation, when you've had the dominance and really you've owned the game and you've got your entire you know fan base behind you in your home stadium, I feel like overtime is the way to go. However, yeah. in that case, overtime could have gone into like seven overtimes, like that crazy Texas A&M LSU game a few years ago. So, you know, you, you never know. It's Very always going to be a criticism, and I, I appreciate your stance on that. I think you made the bad choice, but, you know, I also have family that went to Clemson, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So uh, this has been fun. It's going to be a good week. I can't wait to stomp Florida down and – uh I'm I'm not looking ahead, but I'm looking forward to this game. Uh, wondering if you have any closing thoughts before we go. Yeah, I just think uh, again, you know, Auburn's got a really big chance this weekend. Top ten team. Um, you know, don't know that they should be in the top ten, but they are. So game day will be there Saturday. They'll be rocking and rolling. Uh, Gainesville, Florida will be on top of their game for a two thirty kick, and uh, Bo Nix just needs to go out there and and lead our offense well and and take care of business and. You know, I think we'll be okay, and and hopefully, you know, like me and me and you said, Ben, you know, there's a chance we could put a whooping on them, and I again, I think that there's a very good chance of that. So let's do it, and uh, let's go out and get a big win. No, absolutely. Auburn has been the only team to cover the spread the first five weeks, and if the spread is in Florida's favor, then you know it's gonna be for sure covered since we are gonna win this game and by a good margin. I am betting. So uh, love that. And uh, before we go, Dallas, where can the fans find you on social media? Yeah, so you guys can find me on all the social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and everything else. Uh, DHAM4AU, D-H-A-M, the number four AU. And you guys can also find Dallas and Justin on Boom Tracker, 
one of the best shows, uh, new additions to the E2C network. So, uh, Dallas, definitely love having you on here, man, and love what you're doing over on Boom Tracker. Man, we appreciate it. We appreciate you guys and all the content that you guys put out at No Huddle. Uh, we kind of feed off that energy week to week, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, and um, we're just grateful to, to kind of work alongside of you guys. Uh, y'all mean a lot to us, and uh, we're just we're just thrilled with it, and we look forward to what it's going to bring us in the future. Absolutely, man. Pack at you exactly the same. Uh, you guys can find me anywhere on social media at B-E-N-K-1-N-G on Twitter on Football Saturdays at Captain Plainsman. And if you have a uh, complaint, go ahead and shoot it over to TMAD34 on the Twitter sphere. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?